Hey, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast, Raising Asian Teens. Resist the roar. I'm Jeannie Chang, licensed marriage and family therapist with four kids ages 13 to 19. And I'm Sandra Boulay, a career and communications coach uh, with three kids of my own, ages 15 through 21. So that's seven kids all together. <laughs> Lots of kids. <laughs> um, so today's episode, I just have to share the title because I'm super excited about it, is K-Drama Mama. Yeah, we're talking about something serious. But, yes. <laughs> but before we get into today's episode, real brief. We'll sum up last week's episode, which was passion or prestige, or prestige or passion. We could interchange the two. Yes, we're talking last week in terms of helping our kids and our kids' future and what they would like to do or their career path. We um, had a call to action that asked skills and you know making sure right now to um, give them the resources to explore those skills or support those skills or to build on those skills so hopefully right. listeners and you so are doing that. I I mean I think what we talked about was a lot about just the unorthodox um, following the passion now in the American culture but I think it's all about exposing our kids to a plethora of experiences so they can really follow their passion and also make it prestigious. So we talked about how they're both interchangeable and it's not just about prestige as perhaps we grew up with. But without further ado, let's talk about today's episode. It's gonna be super serious. Okay, I was trying to be honest. Yes, it's fun, fun, so fun, fun, fun. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> K-drama mom. No, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So one of the things that um, Jeannie and I connected on when we first met and talked about and shared about each other's lives is that our connection to our love of K-drama. Yes, besides our expertise on things. No, I'm kidding. Yes, we connected on our love of K-drama and just watching it. And for all you listeners out there, I'm assuming some of you know what we're talking about and maybe not not all of you and that's fine, but I will make a push, watch some K-dramas. They're very entertaining, they're addicting. Um, but they also teach you a lot about Korean culture and why we want to talk about it and how is it at all relating to parenting is we were going to talk a little bit about the K-drama moms, K-drama mamas that we see, you know, and how they're portrayed and how they relate to us or they don't relate to us, you know? Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And, and we're today, we're going to focus right. on the most recent We, drama. we watched Crash we Landing pick, on Jeannie? You. And I'm sure it's on Netflix, 16 episodes on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Of course, on there's Netflix. always a romantic storyline. Um, and it showed a lot about North Korean culture. So it was, I thought it was unique in that sense. I really got a glimpse of North Korean culture, which I had a certain yes. image of, and I heard that they had a consultant on the show that was a North Korean defector that now lives in South Korea, and I think whoever it was consulted on the drama, so I think it was fairly accurate on how it was portrayed. But that was part of the drama, but really it was about the love story. But let's talk about the moms. There's at least two, three moms in that drama that we can break down and, and, and kind of indicate what um, how they triggered us or uh, you know affected us or our experiences as a mom and just growing up who do you want to start off with 
So I, when I was preparing for this episode to talk to you, you know, I, I think I kind of used that as an excuse <laughs> to re-watch this drama, like my favorite parts. <laughs> okay. Right, that research, yeah. I was doing my mm-hmm. research, Jeannie. Okay, uh, I was doing my research, so I could uh, tell you that I've watched this, you know, this series. Sure, you were doing your research. Three times, because sure, I was that, doing that's, my that's research, good okay? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so my absolute favorite mother on the show was um, mm-hmm. I think it's CEO Dan's mom, right? She is the North Korean mother. Um, I think she's either a widower or um, I think she's a widower. And because um, the whole time I saw was mom and it's it was her relationship with her daughter and how protective she was and how supportive she was. So uh, one of the first thing I found very unique about her was she, w- she was always putting her daughter's happiness before her own like whatever she's like I it doesn't matter I want you to be happy not you have to marry this person marry that person if you are going to be happy and that's what you want so I I found that was very key but I think for me the best scene um, the mom and daughter scene for me was when um, the daughter Uh, something tragic happened to her love interest Dan's love interest so I I won't you know give it away Uh, but you know I remember watching the scene where the daughter had been you know not eating not sleeping for days being melancholy and the mom didn't know what to do but then came to her bedside pulled her up you know hugged her and I, I wrote this down because I thought the actual dialogue was so interesting. Uh, she was there, mm-hmm. I think, with Dan's uncle, right? And um, she said, you know, we're here to cry with you. We can listen to you. And we can go through all the hard times with you. So I thought that was so profound that a mother can actually express the words, you know, because sometimes you know it's easy for moms to come mm-hmm. and hold you and say it's okay but for her to actually express those words that says hey really i'm here let me share your pain with you let me help you yeah. through this process you know i mean i remember um, that scene I thought that very clearly amazing. too and actually throughout this drama i want to say that i teared and cried up more in the mother child scenes you know it's not just sadan and her north korean mom the North Korean uh, characters. It was also the main character, Yoon Sedi, her mom, her stepmom, and their relationship, and um, and then even the main character, um, Hyunbin's character, the actor. I know his name, but the name on the show, and his his mom. I teared up in a lot of those scenes because, first of all, I mean, a part of me saying this, but so not the Korean culture or Tiger Mom image that I grew up with or that I recall that a mom was. You know, they just like you shared that scene about getting emotional with her daughter and really, really validating her daughter's feelings, I guess, being there for her. I just thought that was so non-Korean-like, you know, very American. And I like that because I struggle with, I mean, in some sense, I guess, resisting the war and being a tiger mom. I am not very good at expressing emotions to my kids when they're going through something. I think I, I try, right? But this mom and that scene you're talking about, which was a really, really poignant scene about her saying, you know, lay it all out. I know what you're, you know, I want to kind of feel what you're feeling. I mean, it was just so, such a, I think, a, a non-Korean moment. <laughs> Sorry to say, you know, 
non-Asian moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for me, um, in, in that scene, it was so wonderful because I think a lot of times, um, you know, when a mom is nurturing, um, you see that, right? Because a lot of times see as Asian as, as, as you and I do we nurture our kids through food or let okay. me take care of your physical well-being right what can I do with helping your physical well-being but this was actually it was an emotional you know it was an emotional connection it's like right. let me help you emotionally get through this just not you know making sure oh eat something or drink something but it was beyond that and I thought that and, and the words and, and what was said um, was amazing. And even at the end, you know, when uh, when the mom was consulting this fortune teller about Dan's future and, you know, wanting Dan to get married. And when the fortune teller is like, you know what, she's going to be super successful. She's already, you know, she had found the love of her life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right. the mom is like, OK, you know cool if that's the if that's my daughter's life and and that's gonna make her happy and that's gonna be how she's flourishing then so be it and she was happy for it you know because for her the end of the day the key is her happiness and I think that's pretty cool when a mom says it's about your happiness it's not about my happiness and what I want I agree with that she she broke all the barriers of um you know that yeah. you're not going to get married. What? Right. I remember that scene. It was a very funny scene. That that whole fortune teller was hilarious. But she, yeah. yeah, she was like, yeah. no, she's going to be successful. Yeah. So even yes, I, I remember her mom going, oh, but I guess the fortune teller made her feel what I saw the peace in her look in her face because she was like, she's going to be happy. So you're so right. And um, so I, I I do agree with you. I love Sodan's mom. You know what? I don't really have a favorite. I loved all of them. So I will talk about Yoon Sedi's mom. The main character girl's mother, or I'm going to say stepmother. We don't know what really happened to her, I guess, biological mom. And we know that what was cool about the stepmother, she indicated some mental health issues when the main character was very little. And there was a, a there was a scene of abandonment. Basically, she did leave her, but I guess came back. And that whole that whole feeling of the main character, Yoon Seti, feeling like she was abandoned really carried out through her adulthood, right? And you do see that in some of the K-dramas, like abandonment right of the mom or dad and it's like this big issue um and you know and it it, is the the terrible thing about this whole abandonment is if you've seen in the k-dramas they always give the kids like the best day of their life like at an amusement park or you know she's going to mom she's so excited to go to the beach and spend a day with mom and then the mom just like, okay, I'm going to give right. you the and, most and, and, and if I, I want to break it down, being a therapist, you. I'm thinking they have their own. They're showing some, <laughs> obviously, mental health issues or mental illness issues. But yeah. but in this particular yes. case, what yeah. I liked was my favorite scene with, hopefully, no spoilers out there, but just, and I'm not spoiling anything for ending per se, but the scene between the main character, the female lead, and her uh, stepmother was when I guess she realized that the stepmother really did love her and didn't abandon her so it does show you abandonment is terrible right for any any child right and i'm not going to go there but i just meant that that feeling carries her adulthood and she just really thought her her stepmother just didn't love her i mean and then there's a scene where she realized when she found out from a north korean soldier who kind of listened in on conversations that the stepmother was pouring out her feelings when the female lead was in a coma or sick and unconscious that she was sharing how much she loved her that to me was 
very expressive and also um and maybe the traditional asian sense of like oh you know at the hospital bed you know that drama scene of like she thinks she's going to die and she's very expressive but they're very expressive the moms that we're talking about were very expressive emotionally and i i'm sorry i think that's why i love k dramas it's just showing it's showing a side that i wanted to see that perhaps <laughs> we didn't grow up with and i love my own mother but she was not expressive like that at all you know even though i know she loved me because she made me food no i'm kidding but that that yeah. is the typical asian thing i'll cook for you <laughs> i mean i i i do i think yeah i think for um the the you know what i like about mm-hmm. the main character i guess it's mm-hmm. yoon sari's uh, mom's character is that number one there was the issue about mm-hmm. you know mental hill uh, mental illness you know also the it's the difficulty of being a stepmom and to love i think that's always in our culture really hard i mean i think in the american culture you know step parenting is 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 something that's very common cuz of the number of divorces or uh, but i think in our asian culture no, step parenting right. is not something very common right um and and i think that issue itself um you know but at the end she's a stepmom but she loved her and she realized that she was wrong and she came back and 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 um yes you know fulfilled her role right she loved her and she was supportive all the way to the end like every time you know she was still you know trying to uh find her way back to her you know her love interest you know she mom was there holding her hand and saying let me help you are you sure you want to do this and she did so she and redeemed in the herself end, she was to me. the critical she redeemed person who helped Yunseri the female lead go you know say goodbye to her loved one you know when he had to go back to north korea so sorry spoilers but um but the whole yes. point was yes. she was that critical person that the female lead depended on so the, and then the mother the, the the mothers are just interesting i will say since we're getting deep about how what we enjoyed about these moms some of the k drama moms are annoying they are and and sometimes like if i'm watching with my husband or my kids <laughs> they're like what's with the crazy mom right who who starts yelling and screaming and and i think yeah. that's been the drama k drama show but then it's also portraying somewhat truthfully about you know the Korean culture and how the moms could be loud right um and and rant and rave but generally speaking because we chose the drama we did want to show things that we liked about the asian uh mothers portrayed right and then i guess the last mom technically is the the male lead Kenbin's character um his mom who wasn't seen a lot but she had a pretty powerful scene. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, well, I for me it's um both uh both the main character's mom in in this show was I think quieter and I think they were always putting their husbands ahead because their husbands held such powerful positions right they were always secondary right they were quiet the husbands were always making the decisions but it wasn't in you know but when it came down to their daughter on you know on 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 Yunseri side and and over here on the main male character yes the mom's roar i i felt like the mom's 
for when it came to their kids. So it's like, I don't care what position, what political, whatever things. You yeah, I love sure that, you that you said the roar. You're right. They're, they didn't <laughs> resist the roar. They sure. roared for yeah. their kids yeah, they roar. and for their kids' yeah, they roar. Uh, happiness. You're right. Yes. The oldest, the, the oldest, the, the lead male, the, the male lead. Yes. Definitely the mom at yeah. one point was like, I don't care about your position. Remember what she said to her husband? She's like, screw your position. Screw your whole, you know, yeah. army role. Your, your, <laughs> yeah. your role is a father and you son is happy and safe. And that was a powerful scene. So she roared on behalf of her son. And actually he listened to her. The, the, remember that scene? He's like, oh, I hear you. You're really yes. roaring. And she's like, you better bring him back. <laughs> yeah. That was a huge roar. And, yeah. and you know what? Yeah. I, I want to say that is accurate. Tiger moms will do that. They will, they will roar for their kids. It's just, we're seeing a lot of emotion pouring out. And that's what I want to point out to listeners. The emotion is what makes it really poignant for, for us, you know, seeing a, a side that even I want to get better at that. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure that I focus on my kids' happiness. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Of course I want my kids to be happy. It's just that I want to express it like these moms do or did in the shows, you know, in the show. Yeah, and, and one of the one of my my also my favorite scenes is the scenes at the end where um, Dan's mom and then the yes, uh, male leads mom, I guess Hoon Bin's mom, right? Because you know they're they're yeah they're they're breaking up the engagement mm-hmm. and and the mom the two mothers meet and they know that their kids are not going to go through the engagement. This marriage is not going to happen, and when they meet each other you know, how respectful they are to one another, how sorry they are, and yet how they each said, you know, we made this promise as, you know, are my family to your family, and this doesn't work out. And But they were so respectful in a sense where they're saying, at the end, it's about our kids' happiness, right? And it can't go through, but they were so respectful, and I just love the finesse and the communication between the two mothers like they were so accepting and nobody was like yelling it was an understanding between moms I agree with that I, I, I do remember that happens. scene very well done and and that's actually I, I didn't even recall you uh, until you brought that up I I can completely see what you mean by just that I like just like using the word poignancy of that message to two different moms instead of being angry that's you're so right it was much more about them being at peace because in the end they focused on their kids happiness instead of going oh my gosh this is what they should do right they have to be engaged to save face and a lot of the asian culture is about saving face you saw none of that um and it re- really was about the happiness so despite the fact that we're seeing a north korean mom uh two, sorry both of them were north korean right yeah two north korean moms Yes, I just think a very progressive look at how um, mothers uh, can really stand up for their kids, uh, I guess, lifetime of happiness. And we all know it's not about, you know, prestige (laughs) or power and all that, because we see that that's just a given. (laughs) But here it was really outlined about how they just wanted their kids to be happy. So they did a good job of resisting the roar on that end, but really roaring for their kids. Yeah. And, and so for me, um, you know, that, that definitely was one of my favorite scenes and it's still, again, 
um, is one of the scenes where Dan's mom always, you know, it, it, she just the way she came across, it was so good. I just, I love the way she communicates in this movie. And one of the other things that I love uh, part of the how she communicates uh, is that, you know, when she went to the villagers, to the other mothers, you know, it's funny when she's giving these gifts to kind of get into their good graces to get information. Mm-hmm. She was doing all kinds of things, right? To get information so that she knew what was going on to help her her daughters, you know, in, in what her daughter wanted in terms of her happiness. And I, I laughed the whole time because she was just this, you know, she was trying to work work the system right let me you know get in good graces with you and 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 finding those things and and so but at the end it was really touching when she said i came back from europe and here it Mm -hmm. is here is the presence right that i bring to you and and she did that and she didn't have to right but she actually went and say here i don't have you know this is this is what i brought from abroad for you ladies to know that you yeah that's a, my uh, really favorite scene i was like crying and this was and tearing that. when she brought that face <laughs> lotion with their pictures on it i mean it's yeah. just you know what I, and i could tell that was your favorite character i will say she grew on me one thing about her first of all she was the parasite actress she was an actress in parasite she she um stole yeah. the, she yes. had a lot of steam sailing sorry sorry scene stealers where she would just show up in the scene and you would just crack up because she was so outrageous right very flamboyantly like all into image and stuff but but I did not I will say I really got attached to her the last I would say three four episodes when she came to that um, emotional she had her own emotional breakdown for herself remember that that scene where she broke down realizing she just cared about her daughter's happiness and that's when she realized, forget everything else. Because she was, yes. at one point, focused on her daughter marrying and having this image. And she let go of that. And I do remember the scene. I don't know if you remember. She was, like, half drunk and crying. And her daughter found her. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that scene with the yeah. lotions, with the face off, yeah. that was, mm, we're probably spoiling it all for you guys. So that just means you need to watch it. Because obviously we love this drama. <laughs> it was very well done with the parenting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and what I thought of that drama is that, you know, as mothers, there's so much that we can do, right? Even when I'm thinking, you know, she was resourceful, she was networking, she was talking to people, she was figuring things out. She was not, she was proactive. Um, and, and she was just not, you know, she refused to be helpless. Like I, I, that's what I liked about her because she, she was able to do something uh, much more. It, and instead of having things happen, she took control and she says, if I'm going to help my daughter, this is what I can do. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. she was not a, she was a good character. You know, she didn't have to bring these presents back. She didn't have to do that. And mm-hmm. even for her, she says, I have no resentment. You know, I, I have no resentment of Yoon Suri, you know, and, and, and so I really, you know, I liked her character a lot because I felt she was a very strong mom. So I was going to say yeah. that I really felt like <laughs> overall the three moms that were portrayed in this crash landing on you. And by the way, listeners, I know we're only talking about one drama, but it's just we wanted to break it down because we could talk about 50 yeah. billion of them since we've seen them all. But we really want to just break down the the parenting mm-hmm. of these moms. And you're right. I 
I will say the fact that she that it taught us about being creative for our kids. She was definitely all about how she can ensure her daughter's um, well-being, not just happiness, but just ensuring you know finding out about Yun Sedi, right? Who was technically her daughter's, I don't I don't know, would you say nemesis, right? At one point, because they were in love with the same guy, but in the end, she, you're right, her character was I would say noble, you know, very noble character. And, um, and she did stand out with the way um, she presented herself as a mother. So I hope, I guess our call to action would be, um, well, first of all, our call to action would be watch some K-dramas. Okay. Because they're good for the soul. No, but they really, <laughs> obviously, we're talking a whole episode on moms portrayed in Korean dramas. We're obviously, you and I, are obviously learning something or, or observing things. And so I do want to say it's not just fun. You can learn a lot. <laughs> this is my my defense for us watching Korean dramas. No, I want to say, but the real call to action is <laughs> looking at the mothers that we just broke down. We're obviously that broke down their characters. I mean, seeing how we um, how we can put our children's happiness at the forefront, where uh, emotionally we're I want to say emotionally meeting their needs, and that would probably be priority one. You know their emotional happiness you know especially when you're raising teens emotions are all over the place yes i I think for me um part of you know being a mother watching the korean dramas and focusing on the mothers themselves it's once again um talking about how you know, a mother's love can mean a lot of sacrifices, you know, and, and, and again, being that protective mom, it doesn't matter if, you know, it's a little child or, you know, your child is grown up, you're going to be protective of, of your child. And it comes through in many ways um, and how you can help and support your child. And maybe one of the ones when you say your child's happiness first, one of the things I, um, you know, I remember, um, as a, a you know a practicing attorney a family law attorney was one day a mom came into my office and said you know I've been married 40 years and now I want to get a divorce and I you know I was like 40 years you know this was an Asian mother and I said 40 years and I you know I started talking asking her the reasons I said you need to think about it. she says no I thought about this for 40 years right you know a long long time my you know, seventh kid just got married. My last kid just got married this past weekend. You know, for all these years, she wanted to portray that her family was an intact mm. family, that wasn't a divorced family, right? For her kids, so that when they got married, you know, the other side sure. would think, oh, they, they come from a good family, right? Definitely. You know how important that is for the Asian culture. And she said she did that until all wow. her kids got married. Then she went, came to my office and, and filed for divorce. She said, so in her head, she wanted to divorce this man for a long time, but she stayed because of her kids. And, and that is the sacrifice. And I, 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 you know, I was in amazement because this is her, this it is, is mom's, mom's love. love and um, thanks for children. sharing that. That's a great note uh, note to end our episode. I just hope that people wouldn't be that miserable for 40 years. Um, but, but you're right. That does show <laughs> the depth of mom's yeah. love. The mom's, that, that is mom's roaring 
protective love of right. boring, even if it's a quieter roar. You know, it is about your happiness. What I think is most important to you, and what's going to you know allow you to succeed or to find your happiness or to give you the most advantage. I think that. And, was and on that, that note, I was going to say our whole, the whole reason why we wanted to do this podcast, raising Asian teens, and it's in our our our, our title of just wanting to raise um, and lift up happy and healthy kids. So. Even though we're talking about K drama mamas, and we we had a lot of fun with it, our message is really raising happy kids, happy and healthy, obviously, but happy. Um, and that sounds so it's very simple, but it's not right. There's a lot involved with that. So I think my call to action, just for all moms out there, is twofold. Number one, watch K dramas, and and learn something, and then feel free to email us at raisingteens <laughs> at gmail dot com if you're like. If you do like crash landing or had some other thoughts on other moms, and then number two, from the moms that we talked about on crash landing, uh, whatever drama you're watching, really seeing the things that um, that you really I want to say like or want to emulate in your own parenting journey. And I know you're watching a drama, <laughs> a Korean drama, but there's things that we can also learn from that. That because I want to be much more like Sadan's mom, where she's like, okay, lay it all out. I want to be with you in this emotional journey. That's awesome. I want to be able to say that more with my kids in their crazy teen journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's absolutely the call to action is, you know, in 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 whether it's K dramas in our daily lives through our parents, through other people that we um, you know we see in the parenting journey around us. There are things that we can learn from, right?、Uh, and and so even in the K dramas,、um, yeah, when when、um, Dan's mom was, you know, expressing all those wonderful words, that's something that I definitely want to be able to do a lot more is to say a lot more words of love and support to my kids. And and so I hope that listeners that you will do the same, that you、mm-hmm. will get on board, watch a K drama. <laughs> If you haven't had one,、um, and and you know,、um, and enjoy and and be a part of this, you know, continue to be a part of this wonderful. Thank you for listening, with,、uh, and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Until then, resist the roar. Okay, remember, <laughs> resist the roar. <laughs>